back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. It is. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Friday afternoon, uh, clue number four on the day of, uh, well, trying to explain the reason I'm at White Rock Lake in Dallas. Can't do so fully today, but just dropping clues along the way. Just remember that song is named, uh, it's Chicago, and the name of it is Beginnings, okay? So Beginnings is the name of that song. We will explain everything in great detail coming up on Monday. Back with us, glad you're with us, John Morris, Aaron Sexton, and pleased to be joined by Brian Smoller from the Little Apple, Manhattan, Kansas. Brian will do TV all weekend. A lot of folks uh, in Waco will be tuned in on ESPN Plus, watching the Bears and the Wildcats. And Brian, we appreciate you being on with us. How are things going today? Hey, pretty good. JMO, we're up in a beautiful day here in Little Apple. Of course, it's not quite like you with your feet up sitting lakeside, but um, you know we can't complain. <laughs> Eighty degrees today, no wind. Uh, ooh, that's nice. Eighty degrees and no wind—that is pretty good. I've been there when it has been uh, much less desirable weather, but uh, that sounds pretty good for a big series, isn't it? I mean, this is a big series for both Baylor and K State. It is. I mean, the conference standings certainly those two teams that wish they were higher, but now you're at the point where you're at, and and both feel pretty good about making the the field of eight for Arlington of the Big Twelve tournament as one team gets left out of those nine. But beyond that, I think both feel like they could improve their standings, maybe make a late run here, and, and try and push forward to not just make the postseason, but feel like you have a little bit of momentum heading into Arlington, and then see what happens when you get down there. But Two teams that are, are quite similar on paper statistically, but have taken quite different paths to get there. Yeah, that is true. And I know Baylor's path has been uh, injury riddled this year. Uh, you know that with the uh, uh, pitching, especially two guys who would be pitchers this weekend are not available. So uh, it is uh, uh, <laughs> uh, that has kind of adjusted Baylor's uh, pitching rotation for the weekend. And that's been big. I mean, that's been a lot for Baylor to have to overcome this year. Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, you feel for Steve Rodriguez, who, in, in fact, the, who was doing the games with us this weekend will be Craig Wilson. He's a, a former Team USA baseball teammate of Steve Rodriguez. Craig was an nice. All-American and Big 8 player of the year here at Kansas State, went on to play for Team USA for a number of times, and then um, about 10 years in the major leagues. But um, Craig and, and Steve know each other well, and through Craig, I've been able to um, at least hear some stories about Steve Rodriguez, and that was before he even landed at Baylor. And uh, I just know the quality of human being that he is, and the quality of coach that he is. And I know it's been a frustrating year. And I, I think you don't. I think initially when you begin the prep for Baylor, you were thinking, "Man, what what has happened to this team?" You know, I know that mm-hmm. they have good quality players. What's happened? And then you do all the research, and boy, injuries just derail any sort of momentum, and you lose a couple of big games here, and then all of a sudden you feel like, "Boy, what everything's working against us." So. I give credit to them, uh, to Baylor, for fighting through it and, and still trying to find a way through. There's still tremendous talent, and I think Casey's clearly concerned about that going into this weekend. We're going to have some guys step up and rise up on the road and pick up. I'm sure they're looking at this series as a, as a winnable series coming to the Little Apple, especially with the wind not blowing out, because Casey hmm. here is a team that is built for the small ballpark of Twinton Family Stadium and being able to lift the ball and get it out of the yard. They're third in the league in home runs, and 70% of those have been hit here at home. And it's usually because there's a south wind blowing at 20 to 30 miles an hour out. So without that wind, we'll see if they can 
continue to hit the long ball the way they have. Yeah, we have seen that. Uh, you guys, what is it, 74 home runs on the year. Uh, that has been, that's been a big part of your success, hasn't it? No doubt, no doubt. And one through nine, Pete Hughes has a lineup yeah. that can hit the ball out of the yard at any time. And, and it has, it, it, at times it can be unbelievable, and at times it can be a work against them. Against the Jayhawks last weekend, they hit nine home runs in the weekend, but eight of those were solo home runs. So they had a bunch of gadgets up there just taking away and taking their wax and getting solo homers, but they had to win each of those last two games by unusual baseball lines and scores of 5-2 to two and 5-3. to three. Those are not normally what you'd see uh, when guys are hitting nine home runs. So uh, they have to find a way to improve a little bit hitting-wise, working the count, getting on base, and then find a way to get the big hit and get it over the fence. And, and then Key State pitching-wise has had some injury issues um, on the backside, and, and they're not 100% there either. Um, Connor McCullough, one of their weekend starters, is, is likely not going to pitch this weekend. He's 50% at best. We'll see. And so they've moved up their rotation to try and, uh, and take advantage of that. So we'll see what happens. But, um, you know, you get to this time of year, you're going to have to find some depth somewhere on the pitching staff. And usually it's somebody that hasn't been pitching all year in, in a role that they're different in, stepping up big. Brian Smoller, our guest, K-State uh, Radio and Television. He'll be on TV this weekend for the Baylor K-State Series. Speaking of pitching, uh, tell us about Herman Fajardo, who has been on quite a roll here in May. This is a young man that played at Arizona last year and didn't play a whole lot. Pitched in just one game, but was on the team as they went to the College World Series and then eventually the National Championship game. Tremendous stuff. Guy that is going to have a good fastball that moves, tails in on a right-handed hitter. He's going to sit, work at 92 to 93. Can hit 95. He's coming in as a reliever. And he's got a devastating, very tight slider that breaks away from a right-handed hitter. And when he has both of those two pitches working, he's got a fastball that runs in the upper 80s. He is extremely hard to hit. He's just got a lot of movement, um, a very quick arm. He's kind of a small guy. He's only 5'11", and about 180, 190. I mean, he's not an overly tall guy. He just explodes out of his hand. And uh, I think Baylor fan, if he's on his game, he's pretty tough to hit, and he's really been on it here the last week and a half. He struck out 10 in five innings against Wichita State and carried that over and was electric against Kansas this last weekend. So he gets the, the nod of the rotation on Saturday. And they're expecting big things from him because uh, he's got all the talent in the world as a sophomore. Brian, tell me about uh, Pete Hughes. Has come in there. I think this is his fourth year. Has he gotten? Uh, I mean, do you feel like he's established the program or getting there to where he wants it to be in his fourth year? I think so. You know, there were a little bumps in the road this year, and I think they, they knew that it was coming this season. You know, four years, and I think Steve would tell you the same thing. It's really kind of three and a half for Pete, right, with COVID. You only got a half yeah. season that, you know, kind of limits recruiting a lot of stuff. I think the reason K-State had some issues early this year is they only returned two people on the pitching staff from last year, and that is an incredibly difficult chore. I don't care where you are in college baseball. Even with the advent of the portal, you're trying to throw in a whole bunch of guys that haven't been together, trying to figure out pitching staff and their roles, and trying to get all that done in a short amount of time, especially when you're, let's face it, when you're playing as a northern school, you're outside maybe two weeks before the season starts. 
and then you're just trying to roll out there and play and, and play baseball. It's a little difficult, uh, you know, once you start mid-February and you haven't been outside at all. So um, that that's an issue, no doubt. It's taken them a long time yeah. to kind of figure it all out. I, I would I would think he would tell you that they wish they were a little better this year. I think they had some high hopes. They're certainly a very talented team. They just don't all always get out of their own way. And when they can get out of their own way, not walks, walk people or hit batters and not commit errors, they're pretty good. I know it sounds simplified to say that, but a lot of their issues early this year, especially in, in games where they've just been hammered, have been where their pitchers have imploded and just have walked guys, can't find the strike zone, and then uh, they make a lot of defensive mistakes, and then they just get beat pretty bad. So um, that's not taking the thing away from the teams that they've had to play, which are unbelievable. I mean, the beginning of conference play, J-Mo, they, God, they opened up the season. Yeah. They played four ranked teams to begin the year in the Big 12, and three of them were in the top ten. You talk about just opening right. up. Well, you haven't even you haven't even gotten your feet wet yet on the season, and you're just getting pounded down by some teams that were red hot. That's pretty tough. Brian, what about, uh, I don't know about finals. It's finals on the Baylor campus this weekend. I don't know about there, but sometimes you get to this time of year. What do you think the atmosphere is going to be like? Crowds are going to be like there at Toynton Family Stadium. What, what do you think uh, in that area it's going to be like? I think it will be pretty big crowds. It's graduation weekend this weekend here at Toynton Family Stadium, which is just across the parking lot from the Coliseum, the Ramblers Coliseum, or the arena where they host all the graduation ceremonies. I'm looking out the window right now, and uh, it's a full parking lot. So, um, you know, of, of yeah. what would for football or basketball. So, I, I suspect that we'll have big crowds. We had packed houses all three days last week. Granted, that's for the rival rivalry game in Kansas, but um, fans have come out pretty well when the weather's out and, and it's nice. So, I, I would suspect we'll have good crowds this weekend. Senior Day on Sunday. It is finals week um, this week for K State. They. Don't, they didn't play a midweek game, but they did play last weekend, unlike you guys, uh, the Baylor uh, team did. So we'll see. You know what, though? I, this is like the third year in a row or that I can remember that K-State has played Baylor coming out of this finals break where Baylor hasn't played for 10 days. And it always you always think, boy, is it going to be rust for Baylor? And it never is. They come out just right. hair on fire. And I think it's, it's, a, it's that break, right? You get away from it all for a while. Just take care of your classwork, and then you come back and you appreciate it more. I, I fully expect this Baylor team to be ready to go tonight. Yeah, rest is always good. Baylor's coming off a 10-day break, so that is always good, especially this time of year. Final question uh, about uh, your new men's basketball coach there at K-State, a guy we know very well, and Jerome Tang. Uh, you give him my best next time you see him. I saw he threw out a first pitch. Uh, recently, maybe that was last weekend, uh, and I saw the picture and sent him a, a text, and I said, that, that's pretty good form, throwing out a first pitch. How has uh, Coach Tang been received there in Manhattan? Yeah, we had him on on the broadcast on ESPN Plus after he threw the first pitch, and, and he was telling us that he had come, he had made uh, his director of ops come over early in the day and make him practice and had him practice. So that, uh, he would be <laughs> Not <ready>. a surprise, because <laughs> he, he wanted to make sure he just didn't want to bounce it. That was his only worry. He just didn't want to yeah. bounce it. No, he's been great. You know, I, I think that obviously he was uh, one of the high targets for K State. I think they were really enamored with him from the get-go as you well know he is a he's an infectious personality he has won over the fan base very quickly 
you know, at, at this point, it's just trying to get na- bodies in here because of the portal and, and the changing coaches. They're just trying to add people. I think we're only at seven players at the moment. I have no doubt, though, the future with him at the helm that K-State basketball will be on the rise and will be forever indebted to Baylor for being able to provide him. And I'm sure there will always be ties to the Baylor Bears right yeah. now. But, yes, no, everyone's got Tang fever. It's like the mid-'80s up here, right? Tang drink. Oh, nice. Uh, Tang, Tang fever up here. Yeah, that's cool. That's great. Well, please tell him hello next time you see him. And uh, I appreciate your time today. Have a good call this weekend and looking forward to the series, Baylor and K-State. Will do. I hope you wear that sunscreen while you're out there on the lake, buddy. I'm good. I'm in the shade right now, so it's good. Uh, I'll tell you the whole story here when we can talk. Thanks, Brian. All right. See you. Thank you, bud. Appreciate it. Brian Smoller uh, does baseball, women's basketball for Kansas State. He'll do baseball on TV all weekend, so you can tune into those games, Baylor and K-State, all weekend on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. Games tonight at 6, tomorrow at 4, and Sunday at 1. Of course, all three games with Derek Smith and Max Calderon right here on ESPN Central Texas all weekend long. All right, thanks.